This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and welcome. What a beautiful day we have on this side of the Cape. And I just want to welcome you to my program called Rise on 7 to 9 a.m. I'm Renette Maiburg, and we are going to have an incredible, incredible afternoon with um, uh, Clementia Pye. And we are so privileged to have her on on air, um, as that uh, song that we've just listened to uh, by w- uh, Whispered uh, Hope, we hope that this program is going to give our youth a little bit of hope. And we are going to be, you know that this is the program that we where we give you hope and guidance and wisdom and knowledge when real life happens in the family. And we discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love. So today we are going to talk about the youth and uh, Dementia is an author of a, an amazing book called Womb of Africa Carries My Glory. So she talks about the womb so you know that her heartbeat is for, for, the, uh, for Africa and, and its people. And she is also the founder of Wisdom Calls Ministry and ECD Centers. So she's got a great heart for the youth. And she's also the ex, uh, executive director of Voice of Africa Global Media. So we're very privileged to have her on the, on our program. But first of all, we're going to going to listen to Come Alive Dry Bones by Lauren Diego. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. And we have Clementia Pye that's going to be joining me in the studio online. And uh, Clementia, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And we are yeah. so looking forward to what you've got to share with us today. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Renette, for having me. Thank you so much. Um, Clementia is currently here in Cape Town, um, but obviously, you know, we still have to do things online. So thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, Clementia. And we know that you have got such a passion for our youth. And um, I know that you're involved with ECD centers and um, you on ground level and you know what is happening on, you know, what is the, what is the sound and the the spirit that is going on amongst our youth. But I also want you just to share a little bit of your testimony and how did you get into this ministry of wanting to actually be uh, to impart into our youth and what is it that you want uh, them to understand about the future and why are they in this season, in this time that we are living in right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I must say that, Renette, you know, for me, it's because I've been where most of them find themselves today, you know. Um, in my case, growing up not knowing that I'm actually loved by God, just to begin with. And um, he sent his son to die for me. And uh, not, not really knowing my identity, searching for, for identity in different and most dangerous places at times. 
you know. So I identify with many of our youth today, you know. I, I, of course, during our time, there wasn't much internet like our youth is facing today, facing with today. But the challenges were there, and they, 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 they rise even at that time, you know. Um, there was alcohol, there was temptations, there was sex. You know, in my case, I grew up in an environment where um, the whole thing of the gospel was so distorted because I come from a family of ancestral worshippers, yes. you know. And um, I, I, I was pregnant as a teenager. I went through abortion, you know. So all these things, these ills that I see today, most of them I went through, you know, myself. Yes. But by the grace of God, he, you know, he, he brought me into the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he gave me his perspective on life, you know, that each child has a purpose. Mm. Yes. You know, Amen. each child has a destiny and the, mm. the, the enemy is after the destiny, you know. And if we do not see or the children don't know this, they will follow anything in front of them because it looks pleasing, you know. This is what brings us to where we are at today. And and God helps me to look at the life of a child as a whole, comprehensively, yes. if you may put it that way, that um, he helped me to look at the child at conception. You know, what was the environment? On the, how or where was this child conceived? Yes. You know, because I, when I went through abortion, then the Lord was now teaching me, you know, the journey of life and the purpose and what it means to go through abortion, you know, and, and the covenant that I made. So God now made me to look from his eyes unto the world and then see that these things, these ills are there and they need our attention. That's correct. That's correct. Absolutely. They need our attention. And he said to me, so now if you just look at a child and then you see them as, 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 as um, they drug, you know, dealers or whatever, but you do not go back to the roots as to what brought them there, the environment where they were raised, you know, at early childhood, the upbringing, you know, the stability of the family. Many of them don't know all that. Yes. I, I come from a family that I still had a father and a mother, but my father was not there. You understand? Yes, yes. He was, he was gone and come back after months and months, if not years, and years, you know, not present at all. So all these things, and then you have people here in Washington ancestors who don't know that there's actually a God who is a people. That's correct. That's correct. And, you know, we all come from different backgrounds, but yet has different roots of our own cultures. And that is what we have not given any attention to. And then we want to know why our children are confused and not rooted in the right place. So you, you are sharing something very vital that we do not look at where we came from ourselves. What is our point of reference? What is the point of reference of our children? And uh-huh. what is the environment that they've grown up in? So you yeah. are. So your your mission um, and commission is to find the identity of the child yes. in Christ. Yes. Am yes. I right? So yes. what are you at the moment hearing and seeing? on ground level, especially in those foundational stages? Because I know you're very involved with the foundation up to teenage. 
um, mm. to teenagers um, of, you know, you know, it says so that, uh, you know, it's like in, in, in that we need between seven and 11, we need to nip all this stuff in, in the yeah. bud so that we can bend, yeah. we know which way yeah. to bend the child, um, or yeah. guide the child. I shouldn't use that word, that sounds mm. harsh, but mm. guide mm. the child into the direction that they yeah. need to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what? What I like I said uh, earlier on, the children are confused, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> the children are very confused, and but the beauty of it all is that at that age, like you are saying, before 11, the ground is so fertile. That's why the enemy invests so much time to, to, to bring his own agenda. And if we are absent, therefore they continue everything that comes to them. So, for instance, at the school, you know, um, 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 in, in Johannesburg, that the Lord led us to, in fact, it was run the, 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 the premises that the Lord gave us for the Early Childhood Development Center. It was run by, by another lady, and she, because of the attack, I understood it was, it was because of the attack that she developed cancer, and she died in that school, and she was helping a very vulnerable community there. And uh, at her school, some children were not even cases, but her, her, her mandate was to take them from the sick. Because in some places, I know you've been, you, you are on the ground yourself, um, Renette, but at some places you will find children literally playing on the drain. That's and, great. Uh, and uh, some of them nowadays, you find that they came to the nation, they were born here, but the, the, the parents maybe do not have papers to be in this country in the first, in the first place, they ran from wars wherever they were, and now they are here, and now they don't send the children to school. So when I found the premises, I, I even found children that were supposed to be in grade two, grade three, that has never put their foot in the school. Mm. And now when you speak to the community members, they will tell you all what we wanted for this child is that they are off the street to yes. some place safe because they meet vultures in the street. Mm. And these vultures are there to, to they'll do anything, you know, yes. to harm the children. And the children are, are hungry. So when someone is hungry, they'll take and accept anything. You find that yes. a, a child yes. at the age of eight, they already have good secrets. Mm, yes, so sad. But even when you sit down and you reason with them, you try to listen, you can see that they mm. actually know too yes. much for the age. And mm. they are sick that they are not telling you. So they need professional help, you know, even you can say of a psychologist or a counselor or, or, or a social worker who, who knows, you know, uh, 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 how to get the information out. But of course, we do our, our part, you know, the counseling that we do and we pray with them and, and all that. But all I saw was that they are confused besides the, the circumstances that have put them there. They are confused, they are hurting. And they are searching. And then God said to me, when you minister to them, give them your testimony. So that they know that this thing that they are going through is not an isolated case or they are the the worst. You know, the children, they are quick to say, I'm bad, I'm this, I'm that. But if you say, no, 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 I, I, I was in a place like you are myself. But there is a savior who came and saved me. Yes. So they are, they, then they start to open up and say, oh, okay, so you, you understand. You, you understand where I'm, I'm at. And then now you start to say, that's why 
Psalm 78, I don't know if I can read that, where sure. God is saying to us, um, bring the testimony or be the testimony so that they are encouraged to say, so that lady, if God could rescue her in a, in a place that she's saying she was at, which means that I have hope. Yes. You know, um, can I read some some seventy-eight? Please do, please do. You don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, some seventy-eight says, "Listen." Oh, I'm just gonna read not all of it, of course. I'll read from verse one to eight. It says, "Listen, all my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth, mm. and be willing to learn. I will open my mouth in parable to instruct using examples." And I'll utter dark and puzzling sayings of old that contain important truths, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but we will tell the generations to come the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord and tell of his great might and power and his, the wonderful works he has done. For he established a testimony. I'm reading from the Amplified. God has established a testimony, a specific precept in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should teach to their children the great facts, the great facts of God's transactions with Israel, that the generation to come might know them that the children still to be born may arrive and recount them to their own children, Mm. that they should place their confidence in God and not forget the works of God, but keep keep his commands and not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not prepare its heart to know and follow God and whose spirit was not faithful to God. Mm. So, so the Lord, through this, the Lord has been saying to me, if you be that testimony to the ones, because they, they listen. I mean, I always see my, my son, how, how he would come boasting what his teacher has said, because they trust the person who teaches them. So yes. now if I come and I don't, come, I don't just come in, with instruction, but I come with a testimony to say, God delivers us, God saves he restores us to our purposes. He did this Amen. for Israel. And then mm. he did this for me. He wants to do this for you too. The situation where you find yourself is not the ultimate plan of the Lord, but he's redemptive and he's loving in his nature. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Powerful. That is such a powerful tool that we can use is our own testimonies and that there's yeah. no shame to it because God is a restorative God. He releases yeah. our redeemer. He brings us mm. to sap. And this is where I would love to just uh, uh, piggyback on that. He says uh, in, in Psalm 71 verse 5, he says, you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, mm. my confidence since yeah. my youth. And this is where he knows, he says, I know that my Redeemer lives and that oh, in the yeah. end he will stand on the earth. Job mm. 19 verse 24. So this is exactly what you are saying is the mm. fact that you are testimonies and we need mm. to be honest so that it, it's relational. Am I right? Mm. Because a lot of yeah. people 
put teachers and 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 parents uh, like they've never had this uh, happen to them before and things like mm. that so they can't open up so mm. um but i would like us to continue with that conversation after that what is it that we can how can we work with the youth in this time and how do you, mm. you know that inclining our ear to the voices mm. of the children so but how mm. is this next song that we're going to listen to this next track by carrie underwood mm. it says don't forget to remember me. And that is who our God is. And he says, he will not forget to remember us. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your redeeming love on us. So we're going to listen to that quickly, and we'll be back with you right after this. Good afternoon and welcome back to my program called Rise. And we're so privileged to have Clementia Pye in Cape Town, originally from, which is based in Johannesburg. But we are so pleased to have you on our program today talking about our youth. And she is the founder of Wisdom Calls Ministry and ECD Centers. And she was just sharing before of the uh, the fact that our youth don't have their identity. So, uh, Clementia, um, you, you've been working with the youth from a foundation phase so and to mm. the teenagers. And what yeah. is what is the reality right now? That is why I think what we've just listened to now is about really connecting with our, our children and hearing them in this time. Mm. So yeah. just let me know, just give us a background of how to incline our ears, how to open up our hearts, how to relate to our youth right now because they're literally rattling in this world where they're mm-hmm. not having proper schooling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with the pandemic, it's just leaving them at a loose limb mm-hmm. and they don't know what mm-hmm. their future looks like because what mm-hmm. they're seeing now is confusing them. It is making mm-hmm. them uh, feel in, uh, unstable and mm-hmm. not sure what the future is. So a lot of things are happening in their lives. Mm. Hallelujah. You, you know, um, what I noticed, um, Renette, as I work with children, was that they just want us to be present. <laughs> like yes. you were saying, that um, the, the world is so busy, there's just so much is happening. But they just want that listening ear of saying, I get you. You know, mm. and not just give a, 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 a quantity, but quality time to listen. Yeah. you know, to their challenges and not to, to be shocked by, you know, so, so, some some of us, you know, we always look at the children nowadays and say, yeah, 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 they are weaker, they are this, we, we went through difficult times. But that is that was our thing. Exactly. And God was saying to me, you know, don't compare that time when you grow, you grow up, as much as you, you shouldn't compare the time that your mother and your father grew up as yes. to yours. So, so sometimes when you hear the challenges that they are facing, oh. to us they might sound like nothing. Like, really? Do you mean you have to be at the present? You want to kill yourself for that? <laughs> it's a reality for and them. It's, it's crazy. You're right. <laughs> It's a reality for them, Renette, and I must be serious and listen carefully. Why is it making this person, why is she feeling like this or he's feeling like this towards this, which I, in my own, you know, perception, because of how I grew up, I would think, ah, this is nothing. And yet we see an alarming rate on, on suicide at school, at, at, among our youth. 
you know. So let us not dismiss. That was one thing that God was emphasizing to me. Don't dismiss their challenges as nonsense. Yes. And and that's why today we just assume, and God was, was convicting us a lot, you know, about this thing of being present. Sometimes even us ministers, you know, of the gospel and our children raised there, we can say maybe better than those that are in the street, but that time, that being present means a lot to them, even though they might know the Bible here and there or growing, God was just saying, be present. Because at times we assume that things are right, Mm. and yet they're not. You only realize that slowly the enemy has been digging a hole for your child, whom you thought she was fine or he was fine. The enemy has been digging in your absence, and we're now like, ah, we pray every day anyway, we just whatever. But the time, spending that quality and, and time, you know, and quantity at the same time to listen, because I was shocked to see how quickly the children learn things through the internet. And, yes. and myself, I, I'm not so much into this internet, but now the Lord said, you better be. Because this is where they get their information. So when they come and say, I was seeing on, on this program, you know, this and this and that, and we're like, okay, what program was that? And then I go investigate. These are the children now I, yes. that I minister to. Then I go and investigate. And what I see, Renette, is shocking. shocking. There's something that you think is a, it's just a program for the, for the child, not even complicated. I mean, one, one child of mine uh, in the Lord was playing a pool table. A pool, t- you know, on the on the on his phone, mm-hmm. and and God alerted me. Just a pool table. You think, oh, it's just a pool table. At least it's not those uh, 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 serious, violent movies, whatever. But God showed him the stick that you carry on the pool table. It is made of a snake, <gasps> and and God was and he was and he was like, look, look at the stick. When I look at shocked. Such an innocent looking program and oh man. A little and I'm like, things who sits down to create this. Yeah. Who is behind it? The spirit who behind is it. Behind? You so you see the agenda that the enemy has been pushing because we as a church have isolated ourselves like okay, that that industry is not really for us. And yet they are pushing their agenda. We can only say we have a, a few programs that we can say these ones are biblical and they are, they are eye-catching and they are interesting to our children. You know, very few. Mm, so, far too few. Because we, we are looking at it won't bring money and it won't bring whatever yes. this program is like. Create, like which, that's not the point. God is saying as long as it will win their heart back to me. And take them away from this destructive agenda of the enemy that is bringing from around the world that our children are now, you know, facing on daily basis. Sure. And 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 my and, and my, my, my the Lord was saying, like I say, they they drink or they eat from whatever is in front of them. So if you do not go to their level and understand their language, you will always be able to stand, oh, we'll do that boring mama who always preaches, who's not understanding our story here. 
and boring. You are really boring. And I'm not saying now we must now twist the gospel. That's not the point. But it's to understand the, the current challenges that they are facing and how the enemy is infiltrating mm. on all sides now our absence because we're like, hey, I don't like that. I don't, but you don't even get to say, what is this that we are looking at? Can we look together? Can, now, by that time, you are able to say, you see now, this is not of God. The enemy wants to steal from you. Hence, right. going to give you a stick to play a pool, but the stick is made of a snake. Yes. What does that mean? What, what and serious that? stuff that the children are not aware of. But because we think those are two serious subjects, we just shift away from them. And then the enemy is giving real food from his side. While we are still saying, ah, they just need just a little bit, you know, just, you know, trust your hand by the Sunday morning. No, but it is deeper than that because the, what the enemy is releasing is much deeper. So if it's not bring the, 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 the complete word of God, that's why the word of God in Proverbs 22 verse 2 says, train up, train up a child in the way he should go, yes. teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talent. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Mm, that is so, so this is this is the amplified version. And and now his abilities, if if it's a child who likes driving, you know, they, they learn to drive cars quickly and whatever. So we have to teach them the responsibility that comes with that a uh, 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 talent. Yes. Because if it is not say properly to serve in the kingdom of God. Anybody will snatch it. That's why the, the talent of our singers, young singers and actors, quickly snatched from them at a young age and the enemy takes them away to glorify his agenda in the yes, media space. Yes, yes. So you're basically sharing with us now that actually we need to be present with our children even in the yeah. times that they're watching technology, we think they're being good. No, they could be deceived in this time. Yeah. So we need yeah. to be present. If we're going to, we have to be part of the development. So, which yeah. means that interaction will build up the relationships. And, mm-hmm. you know, so Clementia, you've just really hit the nail on the head about our presence with our children. But we have to get onto the next track. Um, it's called Stand. How is that? By Charlene Davids. And I really believe that the Lord is asking us to stand as parents in this time. How are we mm-hmm. standing in the lives of our children? So mm-hmm. we're going to quickly listen to that, and then we're going to continue our conversation straight after this. Mm-hmm. Renette Myberg on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Good afternoon, and I don't want to waste time. Thank you for joining us on Radio K Pulpit. We are so privileged to have uh, Clementia Pye on my program today, and we are talking about the youth. I'm so passionate about it. We need so much more time. Clementia, we need to know. The Lord just reminded me, you know, piggybacking on Charlene, um, Charlene's uh, David's song called Stand. He says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water. It does not fear 
when the heat comes. It leaves, its leaves are always green. So this is what we need to instill in our children about how to stand in these times. So I just want to ask you, what are the promises that we need to speak as parents into our children? And what is the action plan that, uh, that we need to do? Um, can I just read Ephesians 6, verse 4 quickly, Please then I'll, I'll, I'll speak yeah. into it. It says, the fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them to the point of resentment with demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them, but bring them Tenderly, bring them up tenderly with loving kindness mm. in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. So, 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 me here is the love. The Lord was just saying, love the children. Love the children and the, and the, the, the demands and all these things that, you know, they, 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 they grow up being resentful towards the parents is because of our own challenges that we end up imposing on them without knowing. So now the Lord was saying, pay attention to your attitude, your actions, even, you know, you know um, those that you're not aware of, you know, that may make... Because most of the time, you find that the children grow up in, in, in a sort of families that are not stable, with a mother only or a father only or, you know, granny or whatever. So the Lord was saying, even with those children, that this scripture may not uh, apply to because they don't even have a father to point. Here it says the fathers, which means the fathers were supposed to be present, but now the fathers are not. And they were supposed to have a way of revealing the father's heart to the children, but they are not there. But so the Lord was saying to me, open your heart, love the children. This is where he brought me to the topic of adoption. Uh, I will not remit, at, a, at a very early stage when he brought me to this ministry. And he said to me, you must remember that you are adopted into my family, into the family of God. I have, I have a firstborn son, Israel, and you are adopted into the family of God. So go and adopt children. Not, not always in a physical sense as it in taking the child, but, but which is, he said to me, challenge my people to consider that. But he said, he said to me, you can adopt a child and and bring them to your space, even they are, even though they, they are not adopted as it is in paper they bear your name. But take care of them. Find out their needs. Find out their their their, their challenges. Sponsor them. Counsel, mentor, minister to them. Lay a strong biblical foundation. Because many of these children don't have that. Now, here God is talking to the fathers. In a, it's a, it's a, an ideal family a structure where a father is there and the mother is there. So now the Lord is instructing their father not to do A, B, and C, but to, to raise the children up in the ways of the Lord, in a loving, tenderly, and loving. Even when he disciplines the child, the child will understand that this man loves me. 
and instruct them in the way of the Lord. So it is from the love. That's why God says now, now I was talking here to a family that is stable, or rather that has both the father and the mother. But you as a church, you as my people, I have given you the ability to go and do this to these children. They are already resentful, some of them, where they are at. But if you bring that tender, you reveal the heart of the father in them. Even as a woman, when you incline your ear to God and you allow the Spirit of God to take over, I've seen children being healed just because someone was present with them and ministering to them and putting a foundation Mm. of the word of God in their lives at a very tender age, opening their hearts and their lives and sometimes their homes to say, come, don't just pass me on the street, come visit me every Saturday. You find that now the children is at the gate every Saturday because they know until the net has got a space for us He's going to listen to us, and we're going to eat the word. After that, we're going to play. Things like that, God wants us to be practical as a church. Because each one of these children needs this foundation. But how do they get it if you don't go to them and give them the word and give them the love and give them the time and give them the space to be and to be able to be served in the word? Yes, yes, that is so and powerful. No. That is so powerful because, as you say, we, we need to hear. We need to hear their pleas. We need to make us avail ourselves. And, you know, we've been raised in a society where cowboys don't cry, boys don't cry. No, they mm. do. They need to cry. They need to be able to be vulnerable. They need to be open because yeah. boys and girls are suffering at the moment. So, mm. Clementia, um, you know, you, I want you just to share just share on this book that you are launching. Yes, and congratulations on, on this beautiful launch that you are uh, setting up here in um, in Cape Town. So just tell us how we can join maybe, you know, as listeners uh, on Facebook. I know you said you might be having a live link. And uh, so I just want to also just encourage our listeners. We have a WhatsApp line on 081729 one six five seven and SMS three seven nine double eight. Our telegram is the same as our WhatsApp line and we have a counseling department O two one nine one seven seven double O O and the option is one. So I want you, you know, these are the issues that we might want to talk about. So you're welcome to WhatsApp us. But Clementia, tell us about your book launch and as well as uh, you know how we can how people can communicate with you. Yes, yes. Um, we have a book launch at the Vineyard, uh, Portal Vineyard in Devonville at 4 o'clock on Saturday. Fantastic. Um, 4 to 6, yes, yes. We will stream it live as well on Facebook and YouTube, but I mean, it's, it's a free event and everybody's welcome. Um, yeah, but I'm not the one organizing anyway, but I don't know if you want to yeah, someone else is handling the, you know, the, the organizing the logistics, part. Yeah. But the book, the book itself, it is really the, the journey that God took me through, you know, even as a result of this. And one, one part in my book, I talk about uh, 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 life-giving destiny helpers, which wow. God was revealing this part to me, that that when we do what we have just discussed here, Renette, we are those life-giving destiny helpers. 
where, where, when, you know, in, 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 in the book of Exodus, we, we learned that Pharaoh wanted a time to kill every Hebrew child and even asked the midwives to make sure that at birth the children are being killed. But the, 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 the Hebrew midwives refused and, and lied on the, on, you know, even in front of Pharaoh and said, you know, we couldn't commit, we couldn't kill these children because by the time we help the women giving birth, they, they are so quick the child is out already because they feared God. And when we give ourselves in this way, God, you know, rewards us. And the, the Bible says that our reward is, is with him. He knows, you know, where to meet us beyond the point of our need or, or to give us our reward. Yes. But when we lay down our lives to say, I want to be the destiny helper, for the children. Amen. I want the children to fulfill destiny and I want Amen. to be the one that God uses me. So I said that part in my book fantastic, um, as well. Fantastic, fantastic. So just give us your telephone number or an email address quickly before we end this program uh, with Toby yes. Mac Beyond Me and uh, so that we can follow you uh, somehow Amen. and communicate with you. So just give me your email address. My number is, my number is 074 188 Fantastic. And your email address? It's Baye, which is my same name, T-A-E, then Clementia, all one word, Baye, Clementia, at gmail.com. Fantastic, Clementia. Thank you for this valuable hour that you shared with us. And we are so privileged to have had you on my program at last. I'm so happy. Um, so you. <laughs> my sister, you must just have a wonderful, may the Lord just continuously use you mightily for his kingdom and for uh, His uh, for the youth that you'll have a huge imputation in their lives. So we just thank want to you, thank you very much for being on my program. And family and friends out there, be safe, look after yourselves, stick to the rules, and all will go well. And we will see you same time, same place next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.